Hey guys, and welcome back to the UK Curly Chronicles, fourth episode. I'm your girl Paula. And I'm your girl Chin. For those of you who are listening to us for the first time, our podcast aims to have authentic conversations about hair, work-life balance, relationships, society, and what it really means to be a black female in the blood clot UK. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop! Finally, we got there in the end. If you guys know how long it's taken us, yeah. Take 1,000. <laughs> Literally, I was struggling to get the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, I was just struggling in general. <laughs> I just couldn't remember. I need to have a reason I, for my struggles. I actually couldn't remember. I know. You have a valid reason. I for valid me, valid I'm reason. just like... But yeah, so how how are you, Obs? I'm good, I'm alive, I'm well. I'm actually feeling quite pumped just because um, I've been working me? out. Okay. Oh yeah, and because I'm seeing <laughs> you as well. But, but also, I think just fitness-wise, exercise-wise, shout out Morana Care, shout out M-Class Fitness. Um, I have to plug you because you've been plugging. I've, I've been seeing the gains, you understand? So do you know when you see games and you just start feeling yourself? Yeah. Like the outfits are fitting snugger. They're, they're hugging the right places. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I could work with this. But um, what about you? How are you? Yeah, I'm feeling the same, you know. Like I don't usually leave my house anymore. Mm. I leave my house once a week. I think I told you that before. Yeah. Once a week. I don't leave this house. Um, I feel like that's normal though. Like in this in this pandemic, oh. in this panoramic. <laughs> I, I don't even go for a walk. I don't do anything. I literally stay indoors. Yeah. So today my friend called me and she's like, Chin, we meant to keep postponing like we're always meant to meet up on a saturday and go for our walks mm. we haven't met up and she was like i'm coming to you yeah and i was like okay she's like i'll be there in an hour and a half i said okay what? i was in the middle of cleaning up my house mm-hmm. so i was just like killing kick, 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 finish cleaning yeah. up jumped in the shower got ready yeah and then yeah went for the walk and i felt empowered i felt good i was like i'm so happy that i did that sometimes you just need fresh air it's so weird like sometimes fresh air is what we need literally and i had some ackee and salt fish my f- absolute favorite I had some festivals, which I love. And yeah, I've just been, and I had a really good debate because I went to hers as well. We just kind of debated about certain things. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm feeling quite good as well today, actually. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's, I can still hear that still sound. Hear yeah. yeah, we're just going to have to try and agree. And I think it. they probably like tuned something over mm-hmm. in there as yeah, well. Yeah, Let's hope that this plays back okay. Yeah. Sorry, we're better talking <laughs> over this. Like, but we're having some we're facing some technical issues so guys um yeah if you do hear like a beep or any sound apologies we're also trying to figure out why it's happening why it's even mm-hmm. started to be fair um but yes so what's your thoughts on the whole situation with Michelle kind of leaving the BBC documentary um about oh. the mortality rates in do you know what I've seen? I've seen quite a few um, different posts about it, mm-hmm. and I was at first I was outraged. I was like, nah, <laughs> and then um, just seeing other people's perspectives mm-hmm. and like kind of hearing um, the side of the like the um, the producers mm-hmm. and everything. Um, not that I well, I do understand it. Do I agree with it? No, because the reasoning behind it is that they didn't want someone who was so um so connected to the story to actually be telling the story because it takes away the discovery element of like they want to show like people everyone in Mm. the uk who's watching like oh did you know like i didn't know did you know but if someone is too connected it 
kind of takes that away from it, which, yeah, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, like, even thinking about colorism and everything, like, that does play a part Mm -hmm. because um, the lady who initially, um, Candice, who initially wanted to to do it, she's a dark-skinned black female. Do you get what I mean? Whereas Rochelle Mm. is lighter-skinned. Um, she's fairer so even with that the context of colorism does need to be considered um just because it's still seen as different do you get what i mean i get what you mean i completely understand Mm. however i feel like for me it wasn't the colorism aspect of things Mm. it wasn't that it was just more about okay she was more connected to story she's the one that kind of actually brought it to everyone's attention Mm. so i thought it was only right that she led it because she has that experience and she's talking but i get what they mean about the emotional attachment to the story and not Mm -hmm. wanting to kind of take it away from the discovery blah 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 blah. but at the same time i still feel like that was her piece of work and she deserves to kind of tell that story um and also i feel i felt like in terms of the whole colorism aspect of things there's a lot of divide in our community about light skin black skin Mm -hmm. dark skin hot chocolate it's it's a bit draining sometimes because for example, Alicia Dixon, she speaks up. So if Alicia Dixon wants to come and say, do you know, look, I want to lead that BBC programme, I will say yes, because you've been speaking up from yeah. time. But I think that's the, that's the thing. It's about making sure that people who are speaking up... Know what they're talking yeah. about. And it's not just like, oh, I'm someone that's on your call role. You called me up to do it. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. Um, I think that's where the problem lies, because yeah. you're now just getting someone to adopt those attitudes or adopt that kind of... Um, not even type of thinking because she probably like i'm not saying that she doesn't think like Mm -hmm. this you get what i mean but she wasn't advocating for it before this point um and i think i still think that colorism does play a part um when telling this story because when we look at the way mixed race or lighter skinned um women are treated compared to like dark-skinned black women it's different treatment Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. in that respect i feel like even when it comes to hospitals when it comes to giving birth they will receive different treatment Mm. i think i think being black overall yes yes but then like if you are mixed race rather than actual like an auntie black 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 do you get what i mean Mm. i feel like there is there is a difference when it comes to how you'll be treated because But we see it even not just with healthcare, but when it comes to media, when it comes to adverts, and when mm-hmm. it comes to everything else, it's always the lighter um, or the fairer skinned individuals who get the limelight. And it's especially the story that's talking about what happens within black women. I think it should be a dark skinned w- woman to tell the story because we have so many light skinned women telling stories. Okay. You were out there. Do you get what I mean? I get that. I just think for me personally, when everybody's bashing her, but she's a mixed race girl, she's that, that's the one that kind of got me. I was thinking it's not that deep, number one. Number two, mm. we have Alicia Dixon. We have people like Leanne. Leanne has spoken up. Is it yeah. Leanne? Leanne from Little Mix? She's spoken yeah, up Leanne. quite quite a few times. Mm. So, But that's the thing. Why didn't they get her? Why did they choose... Um, that's Yeah, Rochelle. Yeah, that's on it. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they choose Rochelle out yeah. of everyone who doesn't really... Like, she hasn't been talking about it. no. And I think some, I saw like a, I think it was either an Instagram post or mm-hmm. a tweet and um, someone basically dragged her husband, Harvey, into it and was saying that he, like, uh, Mar- um, what's his name? Marvin. Marvin, yeah. <laughs> I said Harvey. <laughs> Do you what? know what? <laughs> Anita Dixon's ex, I think, yeah. And I was listening to So Solid Crew today, I can't okay. lie. Um, Marvin 
I think they said that he, he made a comment about not wanting to teach his children about like mm -hmm. race and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So like if that is your household, if that is the parenting knowledge that is governing your children, then it's like why why did they think that you're the best fit yeah. to tell the story based on your own mm -hmm. like household opinions? Um, yes, yeah. you may have different opinions from your partner, mm -hmm. but in the scheme of things, it's like your partner does reflect you. 100%. And you reflect your partner. And that's my stance on the situation. It was nothing to do with her being lighter, dark skin, brown. I don't give a... Mm. I don't really care because I didn't know you. Don't <laughs> I don't give a heck. <laughs> according to the law, I forgot what his name was. I was watching a documentary yesterday mm. and under that law, mixed race people... Ooh, mixed race people, sorry. Yeah. Were um, under the category of... They referred to as black. Yeah, within America. Are. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't care whether she was light or dark. So my point is, do you stand for the community? Do you yeah. talk the talk? I've never yeah. heard you talk the talk. Yeah, so don't, don't now start talking yeah. the talk. And it's true. Do you know what? Let's not lie. Anyone who is mixed race, anyone, and let, let's be honest, the black gene is dominant. It's very dominant. So yeah. even if you were mixed race, half white, half black, when someone sees you down the road, they will say, that is a black woman. That mm -hmm. is a black man. Why? Because the black gene is so very dominant. Strong. Yeah. So strong. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like, yeah, in that respect, like, I think it should be included, but mm. there are so many stories to tell within the black community because there's so many mixes of mm -hmm. us, if you get what I mean. Definitely, and even like um, my cousin, mm -hmm. um, Kim, like when she was in school, she said that she was like richly, racially abused so badly mm -hmm. uh, by what, kids, white kids, teachers, mm -hmm. like they'll call her brown sauce and laugh about it. Mm -hmm. The teachers won't say nothing, they'll find it funny. Mm -hmm. When she's putting her hand up in school, they won't literally, they'll ignore, ignore her. her. When she went to a black school, the same thing happened. Yeah. And I was like, this yeah. is not fair. Do you know what? I'm actually, <clears throat> I'm reading um, why I'm not talking about race to white people mm -hmm. um, by Rennie. And um, there's a chapter that I'm on and it literally discusses that, that because you have dual identity, that you're not, you're kind of, you don't know who you are. Yeah. You're searching for your identity because you're you're either going to be disconnected from one With or one. the other. Yeah. And this is in the context of like white privilege as well. If you come from a household that like half of your half of your family, or your your mother or your father's side is white, there is a lot of things that they are blind to. Definitely. And like being white privilege, like. It, it comes in all forms. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? And in order to combat it, you need to be anti-racist. So it's like, if you know that you're having a mixed race child, you need to actively be anti-racist. Yeah. And yeah, and educate yourself and make sure that you're equipped with all of the knowledge, all of the information, all of the resources to ensure that they know who they are. They know both sides mm -hmm. of their family. Just as equal, yeah. Yeah, just as equal because mm -hmm. you are equally white and you are mm -hmm. equally black. So if you're on your black side, if you whether you're Caribbean, whether you're African, you need to know your roots. Mm -hmm. When um, we look at your white side as well, whether it's British, whether it's Scottish, whether it's, yeah, whatever it is, you need to know your roots as well. And I feel like that's where a lot of mixed race individuals are getting bullied. They're having these racist comments. And on top of that, they don't have a solid identity. They don't. Because they don't. we ourselves, like, we get these remarks but we know that we are black, black Nigerian, Igbo, babe. <laughs> babe. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like even without, like 
within all of that nonsense, we know who we are. Yeah. Like, we're not fighting any, like, dual identities. I agree. I agree. I just think, yeah, it's a sticky one because I would always say, like, when people are, oh, but she's, like, they're mixed race there, but they're light skin. And I get mm. it. I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, they're yeah. still black. Yeah. To, to a white person, they're seen as black, you know? Yeah. When they get into the workforce, they're seen as black. black yeah. The only, the, where the privilege comes in and where that kind of, um, categorize it, it obviously it started from slavery and the cotton yeah. picking and everything like that yeah. but within our community we do it so much, much. the same yeah. thing with that girl i forgot i don't know what her name is and she sang a song about black girls black girls oh, etc and then georgia smith jumped into the colors yeah thing. that started a whole why colorism it's so draining do you know what it was i understand why there was an uproar with that why because so any she initially had the track with um, another black girl yeah yeah and they were two black girls talking about it not saying that georgia smith isn't black do you get mm-hmm. what i mean but the one that made it onto colors was the remix with georgia smith and not the one with the um black girl i've forgotten her name i think it was um a mario or something like that mm. but it's like even with that you see colorism that they chose and it could be yes because she is she has a bigger following. Yeah. She has a bigger platform. We know that people are going to listen to it more, more because yeah. it's Georgia. Like, Georgia already has a backing. Definitely. It's like doing a song with Beyonce, regardless of who Beyonce You're is. You're putting Beyonce's like, remix on there. Literally. So I can understand why that remix was put, yeah. put on there. But and I feel like now, if it was... A, but I, feel, I still feel like if it was Miss Banks, they'll probably put, they would have put Miss Banks one on there as well because yeah. she had the bigger following. I don't yeah. think it was necessarily, oh, because she's light-skinned, that's why we're going to put her on there. I genuinely think it's because of her following. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Well. But I think where media plays a part is where, do you know, like with all of the reels, with all of the TikToks, people, they were forgetting about any, they were focusing on Georgia Smith. Mm. All of the songs, even if you go on like Instagram now and you hear um, hear the song, mm-hmm. it's it starts off with Georgia Smith's part and okay. not any's part. Fair enough. Yeah. And it's like, mm. you guys are forgetting that Georgia Smith is the feature. Mm-hmm. Any is the actual artist, artist. you get what I mean? But, but I'm happy. It's, it's a power imbalance though, isn't it? Because yeah. when it comes to artists, people that are popular, and you, you're getting, getting on, you're, you, I, I don't even mind, if you're Beyonce and you're going to come on track, <laughs> you're going to take the light and I don't yeah. even happy, but as it's long as true. I'm getting that recognition. Just put me on. Put, do you know what I mean? It's true. So And Any did get put on because I saw, it was yesterday, she's got another colours um, where she's doing like another song and it's she's just lit, her. Though. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. She's very she's lit. lit. She's very lit. She reminds mm-hmm. me of um, Lexa Moore. If you if you've heard her, I'll send you some of her tunes. She reminds me. They're very like. I don't know. They've got a similar. similar. Vibe. I like the vibe. I like the rawness of it. Mm-hmm. But it's also so effortless as well. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm. Yeah. It's just she's not spraying just, bars. She's just talking. She's just talking. She's talking. Like spoken words, but in a rap form. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I see you, sis. Yeah. True. But yeah, it's an interesting one, man. I think, don't get me wrong, I was just playing devil's advocate, small, small. But mm. I just feel like sometimes, as a community, and maybe I've fallen short about mm. falling short in some places as well, talking about actually the oh, but that, that person's light skin, so that's probably radical. And in some cases, yes, mm. I understand. But I just felt we should be more, there should be a bit more togetherness. Yeah. It's not light skin against dark skin. It's not dark skin against brown skin. It's mm. actually just, it's just we as a community. Yeah. Can we just see it as that and move it's on? True. Do you know what? I don't even think that. Like for me, yeah. I think I might sound quite critical. <laughs> no, I'm but just saying your point. It's not like I'm not saying that we should be against each other. I think we should acknowledge the differences. Yeah. Because there are certain doors that are unlocked when you have fairer skin. Let's be honest. <laughs> and it's not like it's not oh you have to be white to yeah. get white privilege. Mm-hmm. You can you can just be light skinned and get 
privilege do you get what mm-hmm. i mean compared to dark-skinned women mm-hmm. and men as well mm-hmm. so um i think we need to yeah we need to be like we need to, sh- to show solidarity between mm-hmm. us as black individuals but at the same time we need to appreciate our differences and understand like that there, there are certain doors that are unlocked there are certain keys that you get that darker women don't get don't get do you yeah. get what i mean and it's not to take or to divide or anything but it's to just acknowledge the differences because if we don't acknowledge it how are we then going to see it and do you know what it is as well with like the community sometimes and i'm not talking on behalf of everyone just in general mm. sometimes i find that we learn something as a community because i'm sure i'm hoping that prior to slavery there wasn't a caste system do you know what i mean i think the cotton situation, like the picking cottons, the, when slavery, slave masters got involved and everything like that, that's when we started to identify, actually light-skinned people get treated differently. And mm. that's when we started to act upon it. So we've learned that from yeah. there and we've now brought it back home. You can go back to home to Africa. I've gotten so many, I get, I get, I've got an aunt that says, ah, look at your chest, look at your this, you used to be so fair in complexion. Ah, you're getting darker, blah, 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 blah. Mm. That's colorism within itself. Oh, you, know you must be Igbo <laughs> because you're brown. Oh, you must yeah, be, you must be Caribbean. Ah, do you know where your features are so, di- mm. it's, it's, it's we're still doing it. Yeah. We're still doing it. We're doing it worse than what the people that even yeah. taught us. Do you know what? I feel like all of the Africans who are, and even Caribbeans who are in the UK or in America, we're more clued up to colorism yeah. but when you go back to nigeria hmm the bleaching cream bruh bleaching cream is the it's it's a pandemic of itself <laughs> it is it's a pandemic of itself guys there's if you have time there is i've forgotten what it's called um there's a show on netflix and it talks about the bleaching pandemic in nigeria and they even have bob risky on there doing his little interview yes, and they, they talk about everything um and it was interesting. I watched it with my sister, my cousin, my um, my mum as well. And it brought up so many things because even we had one auntie from Nigeria come and stay with us. And um, Ify, my older sister, she's a bit fairer than me. The auntie was like, why aren't you as fair as Ify? You need to be, she was like, um, I'm going to buy you some cream so you can be using it to, yeah. And then I was like, what? I mean, if you were we were both angry, if he was even angrier <laughs> than me. But like, it's kind of that notion. And even I remember when I went back, this is kind of to bring in hair. I went back with my Afro, they were like, so when are you gonna make your hair? Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like my hair is made, I did a twist out. And they're like, so you're gonna go out like this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, even things like that, they think that still relaxing your hair or doing braids or doing this is seen as being kept and it's like, our afro is also a sign of being kept 100%. as well. You're right though, even on that afro um, discussion, I remember when my uncle came to Nigeria, and yeah. he was like, ah, <laughs> what is happening? You look unkept. I said uncle. And they love that word, unkept. Oh, I don't okay. know where they all co- went to find that word. Is everything fine? Is everything okay? And I was just like, yeah, everything's fine. I'm just, I'm just sure something must be stopping me. Just because my hair, my afro's out. That's wild. But the thing is, it's so like, when you actually deep it, it's so deep because it's self-hate self-hate it's actually like if you deep it it is self-hate we've been taught to hate ourselves to hate our features and we just need to be careful not to pass that down to the younger generation because it it needs to come to a point where you wear your afro out and you're rocking it to an interview you're rocking it Mm -hmm. board meeting you're Mm -hmm. rocking it 
there are different ways to style it. No one's saying just go out with it uncombed and do you get what I mean? But there are ways to style your hair yeah. that can make it look professional, that can make it look sophisticated, mm-hmm. that can make it look so nice. Like, there's so many Definitely. styles. And also, even like, I remember one time I used to work in a betting shop. Mm. And I'll never forget this. It stuck with me because I thought, the community, man. Mm. A black guy walked in and he was like, oh, when are you getting your hair combed? That's what he said to me, when are you getting your hair combed, your hair combed? A white guy walked in and said, your hair is beautiful. If you know how beautiful you look. You hate to see it. So. <clears throat> you actually hate to see where it. Where we, we were taught about, you know, our hair's not good enough, our skin's mm. not good enough, we've now taken it on board and actually allowed it to resonate with us and we're acting upon it. So when we're seeing a, girl, a woman with an afro, because a lot of guys say, oh, I want a girl with a natural hair or a natural hair or a natural... I always heard this talk, but if you saw a girl with a natural hair or a natural yeah, would you true. talk to her? Mm. Or would you talk to someone that had a Or even in the club, would, would you, you talk move to her? her? Would you? Would you be? Would it be her that you'd be buying a drink? <laughs> no, but it's true. It's let's, true. Let's and I'm not it. talking about... In Afro Nation, would you move to yeah. someone with an Afro? Big throw. Would you? That's that's the deepest. Like, exactly. Just deep it. Everyone's just talk, 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 talk. But we need to just educate ourselves more and put it into action mm-hmm. as well. Like, yeah. I love seeing people. I don't care if you if you wear weave, it looks good. When you have yeah. braids, it looks beautiful. When you have your throw, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Why is it that we always have to say, oh, no, you I'm can like, only be beautiful in one way, right. in one specific way. Like Why is that? fairer skin or mm-hmm. straight hair or looser curls. It's always yeah. something. And like I said to you, I just think it's something that we've learned from them and we've now put it into in, our yeah, community and definitely. it's just scattered the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It has. It's scattered it Scrambled a lot. Scrambled eggs, mate. That's awesome. I remember growing up, I've always, like, I had long hair growing mm-hmm. as a child growing up. So it's not as if my hair was short, but I still mm-hmm. said to my mum, I want to live with white people. Yeah. I, I want it blonde I said hair. I want to live with white people. That's you want to live with white Yeah, because I heard them say that they're going to go on holiday. And hey. I just saw, and her mum was patting her hair and her hair was just coming down to there and I was like, oh, my mum will live with white people. like, eh? <laughs> go on, pack it And the thing is like, it's not as if like my mum was strict, she was loving and everything like yeah. that, but it's just constantly being around them yeah. and like seeing their hair and mm-hmm. seeing just like they're always going on holiday yeah. and I was like, oh. But even like, it's, it's not even like always what you're seeing, but it's what the books that you're reading so at young, like now we've got a lot more like diverse books where yeah. it has black characters, it shows their hair and stuff like that. But I know back in the day, we were reading about white girls. Do you get what I mean? 100. And white boys. There weren't no like black narratives that for us to read. Even Barbie dolls and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, Barbie dolls. We had the white Barbies, the white Kens. There weren't any black dolls. Um, even cartoons that we were watching, there was barely any black characters. Wow. Um, yeah, like... I really thank God that we've we've come a long way. We have come a long way. And it's amazing to see kind of like people talking about every like, you know, the pro blackness, the history, like my Mm -hmm. friend who's she's from the Caribbean and she was like, Oh Chin, I was watching a programme on Nigeria and it was so it's so sad to see that, you know, the Biafra when the slave masters came in, this happened, that happened, caused the Biafra war and Mm -hmm. everything like that. I was like, Oh, sis is telling me about it. I was like, That's (laughs) amazing. Trust me. But it was really, really good to see and it's just nice that we're all kind of merging into each other's um, cultures as well. So like Mm -hmm. even seeing like Uganda's getting married to Nigerians and yeah. getting married to Ghanaians. I'm like, yes, I, d- I, I actually love, love that. I love it I love so the blend much. of cultures because when it comes to the wedding, you see uh, oh. you see both representing. It's beautiful. And, and a lot of people are like, oh, why is it that? Why bare, Niger- bare girls want Nigerian guys? Or bare just no. Yeah. Why can't we just all come together? Let the Caribbean, let everyone. We're just one. I just want one love within us. Yeah. Because that's important to me. And once you have that bond as a community, nobody can. 
yeah. break you guys. It's Literally, true. nobody. I feel like we need to like appreciate our differences, mm-hmm. but respect each other as well. And it's not a competition because I feel like a lot of people like to compete with Nigerians. We're the loudest, and that's why we're out there the most. Like, let's be honest, we are the loudest people in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone has like every country has things to appreciate um, and we can all learn from each other it's not a competition even when do you know when beyonce did black is king mm-hmm. the actual 30 minute um like video for disney plus people getting on to her saying why is it that there's only nigerian artists there's barely any other people and it's oh, like gosh give the woman a break honestly it's like me <laughs> If if it's if it's paining you that much, you go and re- release a tune exactly. so that Beyonce can use it, please. But yes, guys. But yeah, that was a rant on its own. That was <laughs> honestly a rant. that was that, that was, was a rant. rant. But yeah, it was a good rant though. It was a good rant. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, yes, I guess a tip of the day and a quote of the week. Yeah. I guess we could do two tips because I didn't prepare no quote. I can't lie to you. Yeah. Let's just do two tips. Uh, for me, it's just read. Someone said, if you want to hide something from a black person, hide it in the first page of a book because they don't read. And I was like, huh? But let's read. Let's yeah. read more. Let's educate ourselves more. Whoever wrote know? that was rude. No, they said it to me. And they said that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they said that's the truth. Because hmm. not many people, not many it's black true, people not read. that many, yeah. So, yeah, let's start reading and educating ourselves yeah. more. My tip is to... This is regarding hair. Um, my tip is to... Just leave your hair alone. Don't do too much. Um, when it comes to curly hair, afro hair, it likes to, f- it thrives off being just left alone. So don't like keep your hands, your fingers, your combs, everything away from it and just let it do its own thing. Definitely. Yeah. So um, on that note, if you would like to follow me on Instagram or connect with me, it's at Aziam LDN. And it's just chin underscore one for me. So that's a bye from me. And it's a bye for me.